everybody, welcome back to Coping with Covid, your podcast for all your boring lockdown needs, hopefully some entertainment in the groundhog day that is reality nowadays. This week I am joined by guests Jodie and Emma and we're going to chat a bit about news because there's a lot to catch up on there, a lot has been happening since we last checked in and talk a bit about what we've been up to. Jodie's been learning tarot cards, crazy, Emma's been knitting her own top, generally thriving, reading doing all the best things you could possibly get up to. And I have been trying to teach myself a bit graphic design, so please stick around to hear all about that. Thank you so much for coming back to the podcast. It means a lot. If you've got a friend or family member who you know is getting a bit bored in lockdown or could maybe use with a pick-me-up, it would mean so much if you're able to pass it on. Word of mouth really is the best way to share the podcast. So yeah, tell your friends, your family, anyone who you think could do with a little pick-me-up or even just, you know, something different to listen to. Before we begin, make sure you follow the Instagram at Coping with COVID Podcast and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening, whether that's Spotify or the podcast app, so you can get updated when there's a new episode. Episode does contain some strong language, but apart from that, grab yourself a wee drink and I hope you enjoy. <laughs> Jody, Emma, welcome to Coping with COVID. How are you doing? I'm so happy to have you on. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Yeah, this is so fun. Yeah, no, this is this is lovely. I've like obviously been meaning to catch up with you guys. Um and this it's no, it's just a perfect excuse, perfect opportunity to actually catch up and you know, talk about yeah. the madness that is the world right now because holy fuck, what is going yeah. on? I don't even know where to no begin. Clue. I really do feel like we're totally living in an episode of Black Mirror, like right Literally. now. <laughs> I've seen those memes that are like, um, it was so nice of the Black Mirror writers to let us experience <laughs> Series 6 instead of, like, showing it to Yeah, us. literally. I saw something else, though, that was, like, they're not, like, like producing another season because we're, like, in too much of a difficult time that they don't think we can deal with it. I was like, you know it's bad when That's Black when you Mirror know it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jesus. I saw a really interesting post about, um, you know how, like, the Mayan calendar predicted that the world was going to end in 2012? Mm-hmm. and like there was a whole film made about it and like it's like the posters like the earth like falling apart yeah <laughs> and but, like nothing really happened in 2012 i saw a post that was like someone had calculated because of like daylight savings and because of like other things that basically the time was off by about eight years and it makes no. sense for 2020 <laughs> i don't know how much like it could have just been made like it could be completely shit but that made me laugh a lot because i would not be surprised if this is the like the end oh of days God. Completely. Yeah, I honestly would not even be surprised if, like, the end of the world was coming. I'd be like, 2020 is a nice number, like, you know, end it there. Yeah, 2020, what a fucking... Yeah. That's mental. I I would not be surprised. 2020 vision. All these memes that every single year that's like, I don't have 2020 vision. I don't know what I'm going to be doing in, like, five years' time. Nobody could have guessed what was going on in 2020. Literally, I know. Even a couple months ago, like... Yeah. January. Ja- who remembers January? I miss January. I never thought I'd say <laughs> yeah. this, but what an uneventful month. My parents, like my mum reckons that I had it, had uh, COVID, and I I think she could be right. I was really, really ill, like right at the end of January, start of February. So was I. I a horrific cough, dry cough that lasted for months afterwards. Super bad fever. It was like a really bad like cold or flu. And there's now been, like, stuff come out. I don't know where the source is, so, like, do not quote me on this. But I've had multiple people tell me that they're now investigating links that actually there could have been, like, a different sort of strand or a different sort of, like, wave of it that was before 
the like super bad wave that actually there's quite a few people especially if you're going to like a college or a university or a school mm-hmm. where there's a lot of integration of people from other countries and other places there's like a high chance that you might have had some strain of it so i'm like the second the antibody tests are out i'm fucking getting one i want to know because that would yeah. be crazy if i've had it like in january before it was a thing i still think i could have possibly had it as well because like over christmas and new year i had i was like so ill and had just like such a bad cough for like weeks and weeks yeah. and i just went to the doctors and they said i had a chest infection but like i don't think it was i know mm. that's a doctor and like i should probably trust them <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, i don't know some, some doctors are you know i i think gps like you never know i think especially at that point they wouldn't have known about it yeah so, like how would they how would exactly. they diagnose it this I know is this true. is like total speculation, but you never know. You never know. You, I, I just think it could be know. interesting, especially if you're at, like, I think I read some article on it. I don't know if it's like real, but that it said, like, especially if you're at somewhere like a university or a college or like you're our age where you're meeting people or you're going to clubs and things where there's so many people who have been traveling, especially for Christmas and like when it could have like traveled mm. like this exact age range. And because we're tend to be healthier with it like it would have presented itself maybe as a bad flu or a bad cold i think that's just mm. I, that could be crazy to me i don't know i'm excited yeah. to find out if excited is the wrong word interested to find <laughs> out if that's what it maybe was because i remember like <laughs> it's so bad i was like on my snapchat memories taking a photo of the day i woke up and i realized i was really ill being like damn i got coronavirus before it was like a really <laughs> bad thing that i would not joke about yeah. Because me and Jodie joked like about, it. like, oh, having coronavirus for the clout. Like, no, <laughs> that's not <laughs> funny anymore. <laughs> coronavirus for the clout. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a Jake Paul hashtag. <laughs> Literally. That is something he would do. That's so funny. I know. Oh, my God. The worst thing the government did was, like, say that young people were the least at risk. Mm. Because we're the ones that can spread it and can still get it. Like, you guys might well have had it. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, really, saying that like, it was just the elderly that were at risk. That's just. It's funny, like looking back, I think I've f- completely forgotten how my like attitude towards it has changed, or even just how at one point it wasn't a risk. Like I think you forget about how big there was a time before this sometimes. And I remember yeah. like your birthday, Emma, being like mid March, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. sub- supposed to be coming through for your birthday, and it just unfortunately happened that my brother's birthday was the same day that I was supposed to be going through. Um, so I had to go home but I remember at the time thinking oh I wonder if they'll go out because there's this thing like coronavirus but like why would that be in Glasgow that won't be a bit but now it's like going out what is that going to a club I can't think of but like at the time I remember thinking oh I wonder if like maybe they'll change their plans or I wonder if no surely they'll still go out because it's fine but like Mm. how crazy that was at one point that was okay to do do you know what I think yeah no well I had this big debate internally like do I just cancel it like I'm putting people at risk and I just sort of thought, well, there's nothing to s- stop me sort of thing. Like, as long as everyone doesn't yeah. share drinks and that sort of thing, it should be all right. But mm-hmm. little did I know that would be the last time I'd go out for, like, nine months, probably. I know. Like, I know. Same. Mid-March, and now it's... I mean, what, I don't even know what date it is. 7th oh, of June. We're a week into June. We're, one, where the fuck did May go? And two, where the fuck did April go? Like, <laughs> just the whole... Whole of like spring and like going into summer is just like melded into one, and that's yeah. crazy. Like that seems like yesterday, Emma. But here yeah, we are. honestly, I know it's the later. longest month ever. Like so, as we like briefly talked about before we started, um, 
the news. <laughs> I don't. I don't know where to begin. But basically, for all the listeners, uh, last week's episode, me and Kieran meant were meant we meant to talk about it, and we just straight up forgot. <laughs> we did a whole episode on like fucking human psychology and like the book that we'd read, and just like talking shit. And never actually got onto the news, which is like kind of the basis of the podcast and like keeping track of everything that's going on. And then the week before that, I had a week off because I don't know, I just like felt like it, I guess. So it's been three weeks basically since I've talked about like COVID news or just news in general. And holy shit, is there a lot to talk about? So mm-hmm. much has happened. Yeah. I can o- we can only like think of like, what was it, like four major things, but those four things are. I, I don't even I don't know where to begin so I yeah. an understatement like yeah. going back to the the thing that I can think of the earliest in the three weeks like three weeks ago was no lockdown changes nothing's changed but the Dominic Cummings incident mm-hmm. um with Barnard Cancel um <laughs> which I can't believe I'm only addressing now it's been it's basically a month ago but that whole thing was mental. And, like show. thinking yeah. about it now, it's it just was... like hilarious. Like what was going on? No one really knows. Like he tried to justify himself, but he just made it worse every single time. Like oh yeah, I don't understand. Like what is going through his brain? Like I just and don't... just everyone covering up for him. I mean, like yeah, people are saying that he must have something on Boris Johnson because why else would he be? taking his side every time but I mean it is in the party's interest but like why do you keep protecting him like it would be easier to just let him go and let this slide mm-hmm. but everything was so weird about it like that I think like see if his base story had been genuinely the only thing and he'd stuck by it I think there's a way that he could have ran the story where he would have maybe got a bit of sympathy and a bit being the whole like childcare thing, I think that is like something that everyone across the country feels. Parents in every job or like especially those who are key workers or politicians or whatever, caring for children, definitely like a common it's a common thing that people worry about. But yeah. the the way the story like <laughs> evolved from that and then just like changed, like n- none of it really made sense. And the fact that he started off with like, Oh, I had to take my children to my parents because they need to look after Okay, mm-hmm. it's bad. it's maybe you specifically said don't do that, but I think you, there's a way that he could have like ran that story in that yeah okay shouldn't maybe have done it, but I had to, and everyone would have been like yeah. right okay, we maybe forgive you or we understand at least. But the fact that instead of like doing that, it then evolved into this like then going to <laughs> Barnard Castle with his wife at <laughs> yeah. Easter and like bringing the kids and then driving 260 miles and then he wanted to see if his eyesight was blurry <laughs> yeah. so he drove for like ages and like none of it makes sense oh my god but it's one of like the f- I don't like looking back now I can say like that shit is funny like what was going on at the time it was That's horrendous funny. because everyone yeah. else in the country is in lockdown and doing what you told them to do now I can like look back on it I mean I still completely I'm um, appalled by it and disgraced by it mm-hmm. but i can at least look back and be like that's kind of funny like what was going on like no one really knew the definitive like, answer yeah i just like don't know what was like actually going through his mind <laughs> <laughs> he was just trying on different excuses for fit like oh what if i just try the kid one <laughs> yeah. or what if i tried the eyesight one like I know. It's Come like on, wh- whoever is his publicist needs to be fucking fired because the <laughs> stories he yeah. was like driving are just the funniest things. 
then the whole thing about like when he was giving his pr- it was like a press conference in the back garden he was at like an, a fold out uh-huh. plastic table like you get like I don't know like school um, like summer like barbecues like <laughs> yeah. Mayfair sort of thing he's sitting at that in his like front or back garden with like all the press and then someone somewhere is playing like the violin over it I don't don't know if that was like in post and like the BBC or if someone in the garden next to him was like this is too funny to ignore playing like a sad lament on the violin yeah like the whole thing was like some sort of weird made-up concoction that didn't really make sense I saw a photo of um that like video which was just him sat with like his paper in front of him his like glass of water and a jug at the table and it was like uh, what do you want to do first? Like your scales or your pieces or something. <laughs> and it was so triggering. That's so funny. Because <laughs> you're like examiner, like size wee table. <laughs> Damn, I'm just I'm just checking the news just out of interest to see if there was anything I hadn't heard of. And 13 hours ago in Australia, a great white shark has killed a surfer. <gasps> yes, Whoa. I know. I heard that. I right. This is so. Re- this really is the end of days. It is Jaws reenacted. <laughs> It is. Like, this is horrible. No. Like, I think that there's worse ways to die than getting eaten by a shark. Like, personally... I think think there is a lot of worse ways, yeah. Like, I think being eaten by a shark to die is a pretty cool way to go. Yeah, imagine being... Imagine... Fucking imagine, like, out of all the ways, like, if you ask, if you were to ask a child, like, what is the coolest way that you would die, I bet, like, a very large percentage would be, like, eaten by a shark. Eaten because by it's a not shark. really real, like, it doesn't really happen in real life. Like, yeah. The number of people who are, like, eaten by sharks is, like, lower than the number of people, like, struck by lightning or something like yeah, that. It's, like, really, really true. low. Mm-hmm. But that's mental. This, I think that really just drives home the point that 2020 is the year of, of anything if you're going to take anything away from 2020 it is the year you can achieve anything you want there are no rules anymore <laughs> yeah physics isn't real the law of thermodynamics doesn't exist do what you want create what you want be who you want to be because mm-hmm. literally no- nothing matters anymore nothing's holding you back <laughs> worse to live by but i love that hot take that it's cool to die by being <laughs> by a shark i love that <laughs> big rip big There's sad in this guy but also yeah, he got his whole leg bitten off. But like, there's definitely more painful oh. ways to die. Being eaten by a shark, like, I it is think grim. Is, like, it's it, grim, but horrible. I don't think it would be. Like, I don't think it seeing like I don't think think of it being that like torturous. Whereas really? things yeah. like horrible things like I don't know like burning alive mm, yeah. or like like slowly th- bleeding out could be really painful. But just like being gobbled up. I think if a shark just like bit my leg, I would just like accept. The itch. I just like fine. This is happening. I just embrace the fact that I'm getting eaten by a shark. This poor know. dude. We've not even like what's his name. I know. Have what a even... shame. That is a shame. It is grim. Sydney Morning Herald said that although policemen, police gunmen were deployed to find the shark, they were unable what? to kill it, and it left the area after several hours. So why would they kill the shark? I can give you at least one reason. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was so stupid. Yeah, you no, guys are really good at shark. Oh, the shark bit the man's thigh, then circled those who came to his aid. That's Ooh, creepy. That That's twisted. Scary. That is like Jaws. Genuinely, I'm I'm sorry. Um, R.I.P. to this man. Yes. Yeah, rest in peace. I don't mean <laughs> he's, to make, he's yeah. genuinely died. That's a shame. I, <laughs> I don't mean to make fun of him like dying at all. Like I really don't. <laughs> this is gone. 
<laughs> to go one eighty, but yeah, yeah um, <laughs> it's just my point. Just being like, ho- how? Of course, this is the year people are getting eaten by sharks. Like Sharknado, yeah. that'll be the next mm-hmm. thing. It is a horrible, horrible thing. And then, COVID related. I mean, Dominic Cummings was COVID related. Shark, not so much, but COVID related. <laughs> uh, what was it? A week, a week past Thursday, so a week and a bit ago. Um, Nicola Sturgeon for Scotland announced and implemented phase one of the ease out of lockdown so Woo-hoo! finally episode 10 where i mean it's been like 10 uh, 12 weeks i think because i've missed a couple of episodes but if you're listening to this back for whatever reason if you've been listening since episode one or if you're listening in like a succession uh, from the first episode which was filmed during the announcement of lockdown we're now into phase one of easing of lockdown even though we're a f- couple weeks behind england Scotland has started to ease out, meaning you're now allowed to spend basically as much time as you want outdoors on your own. There's not a limitation on that. You're not allowed to go for any... You can now go for your jogs. They're not illegal. Like, you can do that. And you're allowed to meet one other household outside, two metres apart. I know in myself that that is maybe being a little bit flaunted in the sense that I'll maybe meet two people and ensure mm-hmm. distancing, but you're... Not going into people's houses, not meeting large groups of people by any means. Um, and I don't know. This is the start of ease and like construction has gone back and then other mm-hmm. things that I'm not so knowledgeable about. But we've started the, the movement and like other businesses. I know like my dog is actually booked in for a haircut finally in like a week's so time Aussie, or something. So Aussie, Charlotte's dog. He's getting a wee Aww. haircut next week. So fluffy. So, Shout out Aussie. So overgrown and like things like that. They've started to go back so starting yeah. to feel more normal we're mm. starting to get there and like it's nice that this is see if i was just thinking about this see if it had been in any other time of year see if this had happened and now we were in december january you wouldn't mm. be meeting people outside to do things because it'd be freezing like yeah even if they started to ease but then at the same time i'm like would lockdown have been as necessary maybe the precautions would have been like completely different because people yeah. aren't actually meeting up but then Christmas, you tend to see a lot of people. Like, it could be really weird. I don't know. I'm just thinking about, like, mm-hmm. how different it would be if it had been at, like, December time. Like, yeah. having to ban Christmas parties or, like... It's really odd to think about how different it would be at different times in the year or, like, different celebrations and things. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. How we fell just at the time as people are starting to go outside more. Yeah, yeah. no, because we had, we had that, like, stunning weather as soon as they announced... That you could meet someone outside mm-hmm. and then everyone yeah. just took that as like oh picnics and all this and mm. it's probably better that it's getting a bit cloudier now you know people yeah aren't for be sure as many people that mm. first like weekend it was like up until the tuesday we'd had glorious weather for that week and then that weekend when they announced the phase one i mean it was so hot like mm. I, I've, I've got like hella tan on my like bottom of my arms i don't know how that's happened <laughs> Love it. just from like sitting outside and i think obviously everybody wants to be outside when it's like that but you're right the second it starts to cloud over or get a bit colder like even the last week it's dropped by like 10 degrees the temperature mm. i don't know how that happens in scotland isn't it but mm. people are i think less inclined to be in large groups or be outside and stuff so that's something at least yeah probably for yeah. the best and then obviously this week so for those who listened to last week's episode, you will have heard at the start I made a little bit, um, and I kind of I, I didn't really say exactly what it was. And then me and Kieran's episode, we didn't talk about news at all. But um, in Minneapolis, the hor- horrendous events that unfolded there with the like killings of George Floyd um, by police officers, 
and then from that this absolutely amazing global movement for black lives matter um has just like it's just amplified everyone everywhere is protesting and everyone everywhere is doing their bit and it's caused it's called loads of positive change actually i was looking at all the amazing things that have actually come out of it in the last couple of weeks now people have been protesting for a couple of weeks or so that change is actually happening changes actually i don't know in like minneapolis and some states in the u.s where they have officially banned the way that police officers can interact with people or they're starting to defund sections in la they've taken 150 million away from the police and put it towards other things mm. but that this was like um, the most major aspect of news I think over the last two weeks yeah. um, totally I think like just seeing everything it was so upsetting like it's oh, so awful to think that we're literally in 2020 and stuff like this is still happening and mm. it honestly feels like we're living in like back in like the 60s or something mm-hmm. you, see, you see these protesters that are like two generations above us holding signs saying like I can't believe I'm still protesting this shit or I've kept this sign from the 1960s or like this is my like people being like this is it the fact that like so much has changed and so much good has changed but the Mm -hmm. base issue remains the same and the fact that there's so much more to do so Mm -hmm. much still more to do and that people who have been fighting their whole lives are still fighting something that's just so I don't see how people can't see it. Like, I don't understand how people are ignorant enough to not see something that's so plain in front of them and that you have to be, in my mind, you have to be, you have to be actively not want to see something like this to deny its presence. You have to want to not see it. You can't, Mm -hmm. it's not something like, I don't know, I don't know what, what example I'd give, where you could just not happen to see it or not, you know, be aware of its presence. Like, if you physically can't see racism in any aspect of like the globe if it's the uk or the us systemic or you know institutionalized or even just like colloquialism like Mm -hmm. racism is everywhere and if you can't see it then you (laughs) you must actively not be wanting to see it because it is everywhere and i know bitch you need to educate yourself like you need to open your goddamn eyes because it's horrendous and like even aspects of like things i didn't know were happening in the world or because maybe you don't, you don't live there or it's not broadcasted have actually come to light this week and i think mm-hmm. as horrendous as it is to hear about these things they're finally being shown for how bad they are and they are being yeah. broadcasted and being like look at this shit that's happening and as horrendous and horrible as it is and i obviously want it to end people are starting to be held for it people are st- it's starting to become like widely known in some sense so like that is something if not anything no, like, um, I don't know how many times I've seen this being put on Twitter or Instagram, but it's the thing that says, you know, racism isn't increasing, it's just being videoed or whatever. Yeah, that's so true. Blows my mind. Like, see all of these things and you see the police reports for what happened, especially that guy in Buffalo, New York, where the, the older man... Mm where yeah. he's shoved to the ground by police and he smacks his head off the concrete and the blood starts pooling. The official report for that was that he tripped and if nobody had been recording that, mm-hmm. no one would know about it. And it's just to think that, like, all of these things, George Floyd, you know, that sparked it all and, like, has re- like has brought all this back, 
that being yeah. recorded, but then there's so many deaths everywhere where it happens where somebody wasn't recording it. And it's just the fact that, like, what... I, I have a really love-hate relationship with technology. This is getting a bit mad. But I have a really love-hate relationship with technology. Yeah. And sometimes I can't stand it. And sometimes I think it does more harm than good. But, like, in aspects like these, you're like, what the fuck would be going on right now if we didn't have it? What would be happening? I know. And it just shows, like, throughout history, before social media and that, the amount of things, even, like, even this year, things that haven't even been filmed... Uh-huh. where people have died or have been seriously injured and because it hasn't been filmed or put on social media or anything, yeah. no one has faced any, like, repercussions of their actions. Yeah. Like, no one's been charged. No one's been even, like, suspended from the force or anything. Like, and it's awful. So I think, like, people are using social media to their advantage, like, totally in this time. Like, seeing the protest when it's totally peaceful and the the police in America are dragging... Like, just beating up people that are peaceful yeah. protesting. Like, yeah. it just shows that they're in the wrong at the minute. Like, Yeah. What I found really moving is, um, like, you see tweets and things. I think everyone's thinking of it. But people being like, this is literally history on the making. You're on the wrong side of history. And if you can't see that, like, you're just going to mm-hmm. look like a damn fool in years to come. Think about it that way. Someone being like, this is, this is a history test. Like, it's history in the making. It's an open book test and you're failing. Yeah. And I think that's just, like, a perfect way to summarise. This shouldn't be controversial. This should not be it, controversial. It's not. It's not, like, um, this isn't a, like, opinion-based matter. It's not, mm-hmm. like, you know, whether or not you like, you know, a certain type of food or a certain show. Like, this is, like, Human sexism, rights. homophobia racism they're not debatable topics if you disagree with them you are fundamentally in the wrong and that's <laughs> that's yeah, annoying that, I know. <laughs> if you for some yeah. reason if you can in any way can defend actions of people who are like participating in those things then you need to you need to look at yourself and I, i'm calling you out my, my my whole 10 listeners who i know are definitely um educated <laughs> and <laughs> But if you in any way were going, oh, yeah, you know, like, the protests are bad, but the looting is, like, was that really... Go read a few things and then come back to me. Pause this episode right now and go away and learn some things before you listen to the rest of it, because you're in the wrong. (laughs) Is all I'll say. The thing is, like, with um, the feminist movement, you have to be supporting all women, regardless of... Exactly. ...race or anything like that. So... You can't be pro the Black Lives Matter movement and be homophobic or be transphobic. If you support black lives, you support all lives. And lots of people don't get that. That's exactly it. That is exactly it. If you are... um, I've seen a lot of posts being like, if you're celebrating, you know, Pride this month, because it is Pride month, then you have to be celebrating... Uh, you know, like, black queer people, you have to be celebrating black trans people, especially the whole Stonewall riots. If you're a Mm -hmm. feminist, if you're not celebrating all women, whether they are trans women, black women, people of colour, you need to be celebrating everybody who fits into that bracket. Otherwise, you're not truly... um, I don't know. You're not truly, like, voicing what is about this movement. You're not truly, like, Mm -hmm. involved. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's an it's all exactly or nothing point, sort of Emma. thing. You can't be halfway. You can't yeah. choose who you want to support or, you know, agree with. Yeah. Some good news that Jodie had just mentioned before we started. For the first time since this has all really started, um, 
in the last 24 hours in is it just Scot- I'm pretty sure it's just Scotland isn't it just Scotland, I think it's Scotland yeah. and Wales is it not no deaths oh, for coronavirus no, none reported anyway yeah what Which that means positive could be a different thing but yeah some there's some good news starting to come out of this it'll be interesting to see what's happened after all this good weather if things have maybe changed but yeah i guess we won't know until a week or so when like the effects of that maybe start to hit because i i would not be yeah. surprised seeing the state yeah. of like the beaches and things if um yeah. we need to remember that it's the people at the beaches and in the parks who are not social distancing that will cause the second spike not the people at the black lives Prote- matter protests who are all wearing masks and social distancing so- like at the protest today I don't think I saw someone not wearing a mask. And I felt like, I was really, like I was saying this before, I was really kind of worried about going because, I I don't know, I just didn't know really what to expect if people were going to like follow the rules and stuff. But everyone was so respectful with like the social distancing. They were handing out masks and gloves. Like, so like, and I know, I feel like the media is going to report it in a way like, oh, that was a mass gathering. So that's what's caused the second spike. But you forget the pure VE Day celebrations. That yeah, was a mass gathering. And they were, aye. And also, like, um, yeah, the beaches, parks being, like, proper busy because of uh, the nice mm-hmm. weather. But Yeah, I where mean, are I, the masks there, you know? Yeah, exactly. But hopefully it That's doesn't get, it. like, reported like that. But you never know. Yeah, no, you're completely right. I think it'll be interesting to see how this is taken. I've already seen some interesting... Um, stories come out of like the BBC, which you know is you know renowned for being kind of right wing. Um, yeah. And the way that they present the protests in terms of COVID, which will be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. I'm just checking news to see if there's anything that I've maybe missed. It's hard to see stuff that was like a while ago. I'm concerned there was things like a couple of weeks ago that I've forgotten about. Yeah. Oh, you sure. said Madeleine McCann. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know. Right. Uh, what the fuck? 2020 is coming in all guns blazing because Madeleine McCann <laughs> has been a dead case for how long? Even like the documentary that came out on Netflix, which was all known facts, came out like a year ago or so. Yeah. Um, and that started another kind of like interest in it, but there was nothing new came out of it. And then mm-hmm. they have arrested someone who they think could be involved and like because of his van was there and he was there and you know there's all interesting things but like yeah. this is a case that nobody was ever expecting to hear yeah no one was expecting to hear of it yeah the German prosecutors uh, not prosecutors investigators presume that she is dead yeah she has she has to be <laughs> and I understand that while we're talking about justice and things justice should be brought to her um but, you know, 11 million or something has been poured into her to finding out what happened. Where, is, where are those funds for other children? It's just all a cover-up exactly. for everything. And the, the timing of the news was very interesting. And I know a lot of people have touched on that and how looking back on when the news, specifically, you know, BBC or, like, newspapers and reporting agencies that are attached to government when they report on things that have happened or they found out about her the like timing of it always seems to be really quite perfect yeah 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 you know there's a lot going on with uh black lives matter movements um 
maybe don't want to like look at that a lot. Oh wow, look what's happened to Madeline McCann. It's really odd to me and it does boggle my mind a bit. The poor girl, God knows what happened to her. Of course, everyone would be really interested to find out because it is like one of the biggest mysteries of like our generation. Mm-hmm. But the timing of everything and like the way that you know everything just everything about her story is mad and like no one no one knows except her probably knows exactly what's happened and it is the whole thing does kind of like doesn't sit well with me and not in a just like the whole thing is really sad and upsetting kind of way something about everything that's happened with her case doesn't sit right completely yeah i know it's of course this happens in 2020 like (laughs) what other year you know i know i'm I'm pretty sure that the guy that they have now put as their lead suspect, I'm pretty sure he was suspected of this like a year ago or earlier this year or something. This wasn't perfect timing that all the stars aligned and they thought that he was the suspect or he's now the lead suspect and the Black Mm -hmm. Lives Matter movement happened and it sort of overshadowed it. This is like completely, they chose that this would make the headlines the day after the London Black Lives Matter uh, protest. Yeah. Yeah. Which is horrific. Very interesting. The whole thing. Everything about, like, media does interest me in that sense. Like, what really goes on behind the scenes? You never know. It's Mm -hmm. really odd. Everything about, I don't know, and just scheduled news and what people... Obviously, everything is, like, super subjective. What people choose to report and what they don't. Yeah. I don't... I think if you feel like you can trust... If you get all your news from one source be it the bbc be it i don't know fox news the times the daily mail facebook you need to address how you're taking in this news i think if you only yeah. get your sources from one place this is this is higher modern studies coming at me <laughs> like no th- th- this is actually a really good way to think about it like if you're an adult and you find that you only get your news from one source and it's a source that you tend to agree on, like their political stance. At school, we are taught, like in an exam, in an essay, for every like point you make, whether it's political or like sociological, you have to back it up with evidence from one, a reliable source. Fox News would be considered not a reliable source. Mm-hmm. And then back it up with another source that yeah. usually isn't the same sort of viewpoint. You've got to back it up from multiple sources. If you find that you can't support one of your viewpoints or like one of something that you talk about from like two separate and tend to be opposing sources, address address the situation. Address yeah, yourself. Totally. I'm calling you out right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The UK government is not a responsible source. I'm saying this now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As we have found out from Dominic Cummings, who is not even a reliable source for his own story, for what he even did, you know, how many different points does he have? Oh, Emma, I don't know what you're talking about. Bernard Castle was such a nice day trip. I really So iconic. <laughs> anyway, I want to find out, like, what you guys have been getting up to, um, how you've been keeping yourselves entertained, because from what I've gathered, it's been quite interesting. Um, yeah, what are you doing to keep yourself busy? Who wants to, who wants to go first? Emma, you go for it. Oh, okay. Um, so I guess I was, like, picking up hobbies that I had decided not to continue <laughs> and would sit in my bed all day. So um, I read a book. Great. Go me. Woo-hoo. Because I had not read a book in way too long. But I decided to read um, The Handmaid's Tale, which was way too dystopian. 
Yeah, issues. very like I don't know, fits with everything going on. Just everything's yeah. a bit off. Yeah, there was a little too much of similarities with what's going on at the moment. Um, great book though. I read it quite quickly, so I'm like, I can get back into reading, and I should. Um, and I also picked up my knitting again. I knitted a little top. Did you knit that? I did. Wait, I'll I'll get up and I'll show you. Emma, that's amazing. I love it. Holy shit. That's so cool. It's so cool. How long did that take you? Way, way, way too long. <laughs> I'm going to compare that with episode one where I knitted something that was like this wide and it was like <laughs> off by like this much like because I kept losing stitches. I will... Emma, you got to send us a photo of that. I will post it on the Instagram. Emma's top is fucking amazing. Compare that with my episode one, the first ever po- post on the Instagram. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Evie, I might add that I did get most likely to knit her own socks in the yearbook. So I submitted that. You I'm saw so this <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, do you know what? <laughs> I Living clearly wasn't wrong. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> it, that's so cool. I just thought you'd like pick that up in a shop somewhere. That's I mean, impressive. at closer distance, there are holes, but we're making it work. I love it. I'm so good. impressed with I that. Know. Holy shit. Cheers, Dad. What about, what about you, Jodie? What have you been up to? Well, um, so this has only been within the past week because I still had a lot of college work to do and stuff, but yeah. I bought a pack of tarot cards. Damn. Um, so I'm going to learn how to read them. I Googled it. Apparently it takes six months to learn. Really? How? So I didn't realise that until after I bought them. But um, no, it's actually so interesting, like, each card, first of all, the art on the cards is so, like, so nice. It's really um, But, like, each individual card has a meaning, and I think there's, it's either 72 or 83, I can't remember, like, separate cards, so they each have a meaning, and then, so I've kind of, like, found out the meanings to each of them, and so I'm going to start how to, like, learning how to read them for people and but I'm actually just I'm really enjoying it I just like stick on a wee Netflix show and then like spread out my cards and start you know just learning about them it's good fun I is it like it. revision like you've got to like sit and like yeah memorize it kind of is actually card. yeah it's so fun once you know how to do it though I'm actually gonna I come know, over really and get my cards like, read yeah I can I can tell you all about yourself like, yes please I yeah I'm excited to like properly get into it and properly like learn how to properly read them I think it's that is so cool I think that might be sorry to all my other guests I think that might be one of the coolest hobbies we've had on so far (laughs) for sure cards that's so cool and like see when you're able to read them you can start your business damn yeah that's such a I would never have thought of that that is like honestly very cool no good like party trick I can just be like who wants to meet to tell their future like (laughs) Just at a gaff and you whip out your cards. <laughs> in the club. Oh my god, what's this in my bag? <laughs> cards? <laughs> if someone's like being annoying or being creepy, you could just like whip out a card and be like, you're going whip to die. Whip out the death card and be like, <laughs> I was go. not aware there was like 70 to 80 different cards. I thought there was like 10 and like the combinations yeah, were... so many. I was not aware that that... Jesus, that's Because it's like a... an actual... Like, it's an actual, like, pack of cards. There's, like, suits. And then there's, like, the 26, like, major ones, which is, like, death, the devil, love, 
like you know all that kind of stuff that like everyone kind of knows mm. wow, okay. um but then yeah there's like normal like suits like there would be in like a pack of cards but they're, they're different names but i didn't really know that either to be honest like it's very interesting damn that really is mm. interesting especially mm. following off um a couple episodes three three episodes ago i had my brother on and we talked about my mum's spiritualist visit um <laughs> um, with, where they like predicted my dad and stuff which is just a whole like mm-hmm. I, I still have not I don't think I'll ever wrap my head around that mm-hmm. the whole thing does interest me it does boggle my mind mm-hmm. a little bit because it does seem to be that there are things out with our knowledge and out with our control and um, the whole part yeah. of thing is very interesting I'll be very excited to see interested yeah. to see how that goes Jodie yeah, me too. I'm interested to see what what happens with it. Yeah, your powers. Yeah, my got, my witch side you, coming out. Yeah. No, right. Don't take this in a bad way. Take this in a very cool way. You know how in like modern day like TV shows or media, like witches are cool to like portrayed as these like really cool people or like really like. <laughs> I see, Jody. I see you as like one of these people who have like gifts beyond like the human knowledge or like a witch do you know what Completely. I mean one of these people who's like a self-declared witch this, the moon is in venus today like <laughs> like oh interesting literally it does, it does blow my mind a little bit i can't lie the witches like joined a protest in the u.s yes i know they came back Good out them. that Love was like it. one of the most crazy things about like uh the BL- like blm movement the amish came out one how do yep. they know about yeah. it yeah they had the witches you had like monks everyone every everybody from all corners of the earth were like this shit has mm. to stop yeah which is yeah. just it's pretty it's pretty crazy like how can you mm-hmm. how can you pretend it's not real when that amish know about it like yeah. exactly. come on now exactly but evie tell us about what you've been doing Oh, that sounded so creepy. Wait, I'm gonna. Say no, I didn't. That, you're you're the perfect podcast uh, like co-host. You just like ew, that was so blend funny. right in, in there. No, no, no. Emma, you were great. I appreciate it. I will. T- of course, I will tell you about it. No. I've been doing some graphic design this week. I've been Ooh. taking some courses, which is super interesting because. Um, I've just been doing some free courses that I found like through YouTube and through um, I used Canva for like the beginners course mm-hmm. um, and then just today I looked at some videos on like logo design and just different things that people have posted on YouTube all of it very basic beginner you know you probably learn in like third year um, like graphic design courses but I'm super unartistically like I'm, I'm not an artistic person I can't draw I don't have any of those sort of gifts um and like I've not really tried but I do f- I was like I do find myself creating things like this like posters or campaign stuff or like for CS like if you want to do anything front end you do graphic design all the time and mm. I did find myself using it a lot like last semester and I think it would be a super super like valuable skill for me to learn so I did find it interesting like doing the like the, like the fun basically the fundamentals of graphic design the fundamentals of like doing anything and um, learning about it and then trying a couple things for myself like learning how to make a mood board or like what they are mm-hmm. what i found interesting i think as a generation i think emma could probably comment on this much more than me because you're super like you're you did art and design mm-hmm. you're doing um mm-hmm. like everything that's in that field 
but what i find really interesting is like like learning about some of it and like color or like how things should look or how like digitally things should present itself i think as a generation we're much more like innate like we know it without realizing it because of how much media we consume i find myself going oh i already know that because just how much things online i look at or things that are graphically designed i'd i'd process and realize yeah this is the best way to do it without like ever learning it yeah or like you can learn something and you're immediately like oh that makes total sense yeah like i remember someone Mm -hmm. telling me that like red makes you hungry and so that's why like mcdonald's kfc all those places use red and it makes you hungry (laughs) exactly (laughs) you're just like oh that makes total sense because i know like these examples of where it's used yeah yeah Mm. no it definitely comes a lot more naturally that's so interesting because like i think everyone knows because you're taught at a really young age these are this this is the color wheel this is this these colors are opposite these colors and this is cold and this is warm like from a really young age you know you know red is hot and uh, blue is cold but like learning about how colors can be used and especially like things like composition layout and like proximity was what i was looking at for things like posters or invitations or like even instagram posts i found really interesting learning about actually the way that like the brain following home from last week's the brain like interprets like an image or like hierarchy of like text like the size Mm -hmm. and the boldness like you things you know you do or like you know if you look at something the biggest thing you immediately go to but you don't realize that like there is it's done on purpose or it's not something i thought about a lot Mm -hmm. so i find that super interesting and um i'll actually show you i like learned how to make (laughs) learn how to make a mood board um i love a mood board and I, I made this one and I'm obsessed with it. I don't know what the fuck it's for. Like, I didn't have a project in mind. That's <laughs> so cool. That's so like, cool. The colours and stuff. Do you know what it reminds me of? I'm going to say it. It reminds me of something about people. I didn't realise I'd done it without thinking. It's, <laughs> of course. It's all orange and circles and like, yeah. well, some of it's sharp lines, but like oranges and blues and water um mm-hmm. yeah and i'd made it without thinking because i just happened upon the first couple of things I thought, oh this would be cute and then i finished it and i was like damn i've just made a mood board for a film we've already made <laughs> <laughs> yeah. your subconscious was telling you like this is Literally, what needs to be done if you yeah. if you've not watched something about people head Would on recommend. over my youtube yeah. channel evie curry watch that that shit's got like 750 views or something now i don't know what yeah it's got it's 700 mad. plus at least I'm so proud of us. That is the, one of the coolest that, things we've yeah. ever done. That was a fun time. That, that was, was just like fun time. so much fun to make. Perfect send off for like the end of school. I mean, we didn't get oh, it out totally. till like December, but <laughs> 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 who's fault was that? But, no, I mine. But <laughs> like, it's mad to think that that was about a year ago that we started doing that. Yeah. No, fucking. Like, it literally was. It was like the start because it was when i was it was before i went on holiday with ruby and calf which was mm-hmm. in i went away mid-july so it was like a few weeks a few weeks a month like a year ago i was like i really want to make a film we kind of got in contact with each other we we're like damn this should be really cool but we we're all on holiday and it wasn't until like midway through august with like two weeks to go before like me and emma started uni and like moved away from edinburgh and jody was like already starting college like <laughs> a week yeah. before us yeah <laughs> and we like made a film basically in two weeks and then it took me like three months to edit but we'll bypass that and then <laughs> and then post in december but the fact that we made like that this project like looking back i've literally watched it earlier today after looking at a mood board and i'm Same. like what does this remind me of 
I watched it and I was like, this is, it's just as good as I remembered it is. Like, it, I th- everyone, anyone else watching it, maybe just watch it go, oh yeah, that's cool or that's nice or whatever. But like, for me, and I'm sure it is for you guys too, like watching it, I just remember everything that like happened, like yeah behind it and behind mm-hmm. the scenes <laughs> us talking so much shit absolute shit um yeah evie your camera must have like all our weird like <laughs> emma are you in shot yet oh and then just like random <laughs> conversations about like dads or like we talked right? about like, um, so what is our like you think your life is bad i'm a teenager wearing size 13 nikes like we talked about yeah. that whole thing for so long and like the botanic gardens the standing like the shot is all, like this beautiful shot of the trees and then like if you listen to the audio it's the three of us being like men's size 13 nikes <laughs> none of it really makes sense oh uh, it's just it just makes you think of like us the three of us sitting in the coffee shop on east trinity yeah, road same. mr eom like the first so, time yeah. we ever met to like talk about it and being like i don't know what we want to do but we want to do something and just like having this like cool. weird vision in our heads, all of us three separate things that didn't really make. I mean, the film in the end didn't really it didn't make sense, but no. like <laughs> having all these like crazy ideas and like winding them in together. And yeah. I just sorry, I remember like someone having an idea. All I remember was like it drawn out, but about like a bike or something. And yes, like, yeah. yes. Oh, I've literally got this. I've got this in my book right behind me because I'd had it for like a film I did like three years ago where I was like a bike. Because we didn't do it in the Shot final thing. Shot from, like, basically 360 degrees, like, take a photo taken, basically to make a 3D image, where you take a photo from, like, every few degrees, like, five degrees or whatever, of the same thing, or, like, the yeah. same shot, so that you get, like, a 360 shot. It's basically, like, mm. a cheat way to use, like, a really cool, like, camera, <laughs> like, in Hollywood, where they have, like, a big thing that spins around or whatever, or, like, the things you see yeah. at, like, um... The Oscars where they have they take cameras but like they move it and they put oh, it in slow mo yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's basically that idea, but done, <laughs> done with just like your average like you've not got any anything impressive. I ex- I can't believe you brought that up. I remember that so well now. And like I had this idea and we never ended up using it. But this idea no. of like taking a the sh- the same shot of a bike going past. So we would have had to do, do the bike like three hundred times like going past, <laughs> but like getting mm-hmm. at a different angle each time. Damn, I forgot about that. I feel like that drawing as well. Yeah, I feel like we had so many like big, massive ideas in the beginning, and they just kind of got like a bit like smaller and smaller each time. Yeah, but I think it still like worked out really, really well. In the beginning, we wanted like our my like grandparents, and (gasps) we wanted my grandparents Emma. No, somebody else headbanging. But then Jack playing piano with the like kiss makeup on, which we ended up getting him playing with the kiss. We did, yeah. But like my grandparents sitting in the room, but just like with a straight face. Do you remember Um, that? Like that whole idea of like (laughs) having like old people just like there, just like sitting. Which would have been cool. Start off like cam, and then you'd you, your grandparents would be sitting on their sofa. Yeah. Also, then, like, I have no out. idea what your grandparents' house looks like, but I had this perfect vision right here. <laughs> sofa <laughs> on either too. side, piano at the end, and then it would go up. The the music gets more intense, and then you would just see Jack's like kiss makeup, and then yeah. someone hit. Oh, we were gonna get Jacob, weren't we? Head banging. Yeah, head banging. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing was just like. I don't know where all these ideas came from. None of them like welded well together, but somehow we ended no. up with this like concise like thing. And I met Freya yeah. like yesterday, and we were talking about it, and it's just it's just crazy. Like the whole thing was just mm-hmm. a good time. Mad. 
It was fun. It was a fun time. I remember like going to the like skate park as well with Dan. Yeah, yes. that was so fun. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I remember I did think time. I was gonna die like multiple times because there was like boys in these like, BMXs <laughs> yeah. and I was just like standing there in my like wham t shirt holding <laughs> 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 the camera. But just like thinking this might be how I go because like everyone around <laughs> me is on these super fast like vehicles. And I was just standing there in my like Air Force One's just like holding a camera like <laughs> Yeah. I mean me and Jody were just sitting like at the window at a tiny little table, like waving at you like good job, like thumbs up, like, well done EJ. Yeah, literally. Dan Dan was amazing. He kept doing these like mad cool tricks and me like I remember this one shot where I was standing um like in like the pit of like a bowl, like right in the middle and he would like go past me like really not that far away so quick and I was like holding the camera and I remember like at one point going like <gasps> because I thought he was gonna hit me and it was just like I don't even think we used it in the end but it was like oh it was so cool I just the whole thing was a good experience I do miss it I do miss those days before all yeah. of this yeah. reminiscing it was fun it was one of my fun. favourite memories is us buying some plates at the charity shop <laughs> oh yeah for the idea that we would have a plate smashing perfectly from like an over like bird's eye view and then it would be a shot of all the pieces perfectly yeah. what did that mean like what did it symbolize we don't know <laughs> but we needed it and then me me like you know 10 centimeters above the ground like with the plate and you guys going that won't smash that won't smash any <laughs> further above and you're like nah proper like above the head smash it down i do it and it just shatters Oh, and they're like scrabbling. It was everywhere, like everywhere. Funny. It was in a public park. It was in Emberleaf Park, and we were like, me and Jody were like, that won't smash. You need to do it higher up. And then it like went into like the tiniest pieces, and then Emma started freaking out because it was like so many pieces. And I'm like, okay. And then you dropped it from like half a meter above the ground yeah. the next time, and it was like perfect. And we were like, okay, yeah. sorry. We, yeah. I say we. It was basically me being like, no, you're going to have to like chalk it for it to smash. Yeah. I don't know who the yeah. fuck, what the fuck I was thinking. There's a reason that I like didn't take advanced higher physics. I don't know why I thought that like dropping a plate from a normal height wouldn't smash it, but I was like, oh no, it'll just bounce. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that good. audio is just like me smashing it, and then immediately, like, oh no, 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 no. Like, you go too many, too many, too many, too many. <laughs> I know, yeah, I think I've many, got a video. <gasps> That's it, yeah. I've got a video of you smashing it the first time and it going into like a million pieces and just like freaking out like yeah. as soon as it happened. So good. There was like dog walkers about. I was like, no, the dogs. Mm. But yeah. Nah, it was fine. We picked them all <laughs> so up. Weird. Don't worry, listeners. Yeah, yes. um, the three of us like crawling around the ground trying to like find <laughs> these tiny yeah. little triangles of plate that we bought for 10p in a charity shop. Yeah. So funny. Oh, amazing. Damn. Thank oh you God. so much for joining me, guys. This has been absolutely lovely. I've had a gorgeous time. Me too. Yeah. Thanks same. for having us, Evie. Yeah, thank you. Beautiful. It's been a good time. Yeah, and you know, send me your pictures, and we'll post them on the Instagram of you know your tarot mm. cards and your beautiful knitted top that is like four hundred times better than the thing I made in week one for comparison. <laughs> you can look at. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thanks for having thank us. Thank you. Yeah. And, I guess, follow the Instagram at Coping with COVID Podcast. And what else? Subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on and inform yourself. About yes, educate, educate yourself. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you so much for listening. <laughs>